Welcome to Community Association Car Chat. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your host, David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner, every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on LinkedIn or listen wherever you get your podcast as Dave and Steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry. Let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest. I'm so happy today because we have with us a good friend and colleague, and his name is Bob Travis, and he's the managing partner at Risk Management Matters. Bob Thanks for being on the show. Why don't you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself and about your company, what you do? Well, thanks, Steve. My name is Bob Travis, and I am the managing partner of Risk Management Matters, which is a insurance consulting firm okay. that consults community associations, both in insurance and in risk management. And I started Risk Management Matters in 2019 when I retired from community association underwriters. Oh, wow. No kidding. So, David, pay attention. There's going to be a lot of stuff here for us to learn. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Now, Community Association Underwriters, that's the actual insurance company, also known as CAU. Correct. So, you are the guys that actually write the papers that we sell as brokers. You are the one taking the risk. You're the other side of the insurance world, so to speak. The brokers, like Steve and I, were the guys in the middle, the association on one side, and then there's you, the insurance company. Making That's sure correct. That the same page. How long did you yeah. work at CAU? How long ago did your career in insurance start? Well, I've been in the insurance business since 1978. So I've been in the insurance business for 45 years. I started writing with CAU in 1993. So I was with CAU for 26 years. And when I left CAU, I was the vice president of sales and marketing for CAU. Wow. Right. Now, the little known fact is that you started in insurance in 1978, and that's when JGS Insurance joined CAI as a business partner back in 78. In fact, my very first CAI national conference was the same one as Vinnie Hager's in Nashville sometime in the late 80s. Both of us attended the Nashville conference together, and it was both of our first CAI conference, first of many. No kid, no kid. Cool. So, the, I mean, the depth of knowledge is kind of overwhelming at this point. You probably know more about insurance in your little finger than, than I'm ever going to know in my entire life. But uh, hopefully we can get something out of you today. Some We can get some little tidbits for our viewers and whatnot. But what is the biggest struggle you see community associations facing today? Uh, I see, and I don't want to go off a tangent here, but I'm going to use the expression Armageddon decisions. And real quick, wow. I mean, but in the movie Armageddon, Bruce Willis is sitting next to his co-pilot, and he says, we're sitting in a rocket that has two nuclear bombs in it. We're strapped to each side with solid propellant. We have liquid propellant underneath us. And then he turns and he looks at his co-pilot, and he says, aren't you glad it went to the lowest bidder? And I call that Armageddon decisions. And I think right now with community associations, because of the stress they have on their budgets, and to keep dues down, there's a lot of Armageddon decisions being made 
and the fiduciary responsibility that board members have that is unlike what council members at a municipality have or business partners in a business have. All of that is very different, and they really got to be careful with what I call the Armageddon decisions. Okay. Interesting so, point. So as far as the solution is concerned, how can we help the board members who are essentially running these multi-million dollar companies, because that's what an association is, how do we get them to wrap their brains around making better decisions? Well, I know what my role is when I do that as a consultant for risk management and insurance. My role is to at least put their mind at ease regarding any losses they may have. So from my perspective, what I can do for them and what I attempt to do for them is I try and put them in a position where there's less stress on their budget because I have done whatever I can to reduce both their insured losses and their uninsured losses. Now, give me an example of very common uninsured loss that you see happening. Well, not this one, but winters in the past, a huge example of up here where I am in Northeast Pennsylvania is snow removal budgets going out of whack. You know, when you only budget $100,000 for snow removal and it costs you $250,000 to remove snow from your community, all of a sudden you have $150,000 loss. So to me, that's the simplest one. Our friends that are in areas where they have storms, like down in Long Beach Island after Hurricane Sandy, and all of the expenses that people went through to clean up their yards. I mean, forget about you know the flood insurance and the wind insurance that was taking care of the building. There was all these expenses that were related to cleaning up. So why is risk management so important? I think you kind of touched on controlling the premium, but can you expand on this a little bit? Why is it well, so important I mean, today more than even three years ago? Well, it's more important today than it was three years ago because of the status of the insurance market. Right now, the difficulty of getting carriers to insure you and the, the difficulty in getting reasonable pricing hasn't been like this since right after 9-11. Basically, my point that I would want to make here is it's certainly easier for a community association that has had no losses to go out to the marketplace and get a reasonable quote. If a community association has a five-year loss history of, say, 50%, which means that 50% of their premiums paid in losses, so they have a 50% loss history, it's a little bit more difficult for them to go out and get a quote, but they'll get a quote. It just won't be as aggressive or as competitive. If you have a community association that has a loss ratio over 100%, which means they've spent all their premium dollars in five years on losses, they're going to have a real hard time getting quotes. So from my perspective, if I can help them reduce their losses, little things like slips and falls that never happen are going to contribute to their positive loss, meaning a good loss history, meaning a zero loss history or something, single digits. It's just going to put them in a much better position to go out and get insurance at a reasonable price. If you can get your package policy at a reasonable price, then that carrier might be willing to do your workers' comp and other coverages and the ball that just rolls down the road a whole lot easier when you don't have the kind of losses that some of these associations are getting because they're not paying attention to right, slip and so fall hazards or fire hazards or things like that. I'd like to talk to you about some things that you're passionate about, and that is something called the lack. Can you okay. tell us a little bit about what it is, what they do, and where we should care about it? LAC stands for Legislative Action Committee, and okay. the LACs are the folks that are pounding the hallways, such as in Trenton and Harrisburg, trying to make sure that bad law is not passed 
that adversely affects community association. That if there's a bad bill that we amend it so that what makes it bad is no longer bad and we can get in there and amend bills and make them more appealing and more appropriate for community associations. And the LACs are involved in also creating law and creating bills. In New Jersey right now, the big thing that they're trying to push through is the structural integrity bill, for example, yeah. for high-rise buildings. And this is all as a result of what happened in Florida. Okay. So, How do we so, get involved? Uh, How do we help the LAC as a member of CAI? How do we help out? Well, I'm going to throw a couple things out there. Every LAC has what they call a capital day. New okay. Jersey had earlier in the year where they had a group of people that went to Trenton. In Pennsylvania, we have ours in May. And you volunteer to go to the LAC day. You know, you'll learn a lot about the things that your local LAC and your local CAI are trying to get done in your legislative bodies. And you'll be able to go in and meet with the state senators in Pennsylvania to your representatives and New Jersey to your assembly people. But you'll be able to go in and talk to the folks that actually represent your district that you live in. And you can get to know them and explain what's important to community associations in that regard. So, Bob, you've worked with all kinds of communities over the years. You are familiar with co-op, condos, HOAs, planned communities, you name it. You work with big, small, medium, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But how can people benefit from your 40-plus years of experience in the insurance market? When you're in the business 40-some-odd years, you get to know a lot of people. Your network becomes somewhat vast. And if someone contacts me and asks me to do something, I pretty much, if I don't feel I am the best person to do it, I know the best people to do it. So I'm more than willing to do those kind of things and help people out by making referrals. But you do also get all the years of experience. And I've seen all the losses, whether they're slips and falls from frozen water out of a downspout to fires that have been caused by a candle during a power outage. So I've been around enough claims to kind of understand what can happen in community associations and looked at enough of these claims and listened to folks as they talked about what could have prevented this claim. So, you know, I haven't started forgetting any of that yet. That's good to hear. That's good to hear, Bob. (laughs) So uh, that is what I have working for me in my years of experience. All right. Well, you know what, Bob? We got to start to wrap this up a little bit here, but we do like to give our guests an opportunity to really provide some recognition for somebody that's helped them in their career. Now, you've had quite the career. You've seen a lot of stuff, but is there somebody or an organization or a charity or something that's really pushed you along and helped you in your insurance career? The microphone is yours, Bob. Go for it. Well, I'll try and be quick. I'll name three people. There are two gentlemen. One's by the name of Jim Ott. The other one is Jeff Evans. Back in the mid-80s, when we were going through the insurance crisis, I helped them when I was working for an agency uh, in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. I helped them with insurance on one of the community associations they were managed. And they're the two gentlemen that talked me into getting involved with community associations. They're the two gentlemen that, you know, sent me back to my boss saying, hey, you know, if you let me dive into this industry called community association insurance, these guys are willing to give me a shot at their entire portfolio. So Jeff okay. and Jim were the ones that got me kickstarted in the community association arena. And then the third person I got to recognize is a gentleman by the name of Mark Blosh. Mark was one of the owners and my boss at CAU for many, many years. And let me just say, I've never met anybody that was the insurance guru and knowledgeable about the insurance industry 
and how the insurance industry and risk management applies to community associations than Mark Blosh. I learned more from Mark than probably any gathering of any other insurance instructors I've ever had. So those are the three guys I'd like to give a shout out to. Very cool. Outside. Well, thank you very Outside. much. I hope you all have a good week and we'll see you next time on the next episode of Community Association Car Chat. Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.